This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. It's been a long, long time since an American car or truck outsold Toyota in California, but last year Tesla topped the sales charts in both categories. The Model Y was the best-selling vehicle in the truck category, easily outselling the Toyota RAV4 and Ford F-Series. And the Model 3 was the best-selling car, outselling the Toyota Camry and Corolla. Toyota was still the top brand overall, but Tesla was in second place, outselling Ford, Honda, and Chevrolet, and in that order. And whoever thought we'd see a Chinese car topping the sales charts in the UK? Last month, the top-selling vehicle in the UK was a Chinese car, the MG HS, a mid-size crossover. While MG is a historic British brand, Chinese automaker SAIC has owned it since 2006. And another MG, the ZS Compact Crossover, was the eighth best-selling. The British Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders reports that nearly 132,000 new cars were registered last month, up nearly 15% compared to a year ago. EVs accounted for 13% of the market, a gain of nearly 20%, while diesels only made up 4%, a drop of 12% from a year ago. Looks like Nissan could finally be turning the corner financially. Last quarter, its revenue jumped up 28%, to $21.7 billion, and its net profit shot up 55% to $388 million. Nissan expects global sales to fall 8% this quarter, mainly from a drop in China due to COVID, but thanks to strict financial controls, it still expects to meet its financial goals for its fiscal year. Used car prices in the U.S. are going back up again. After dropping 15% last year, Average used car prices jumped 2.5% in January, according to Mannheim. Part of the reason they're back up again is because more buyers got back into the market when prices went down. Used retail sales were up 16% in January compared to December and were up 5% from a year ago. And we think used prices are only going to go up even more. Next month marks the three-year anniversary of when the COVID pandemic started, which is when new car sales took a swan dive. Fewer people were leasing cars, and since the average lease is about three years, we're going to see fewer cars coming off lease, and it's only going to get worse as the year goes on, because pre-COVID, there were about 3.3 million vehicles coming off lease a year. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. BMW and Nissan recently announced progress in developing solid-state batteries, and now General Motors in China won an award for its solid-state battery technology from R&D World magazine. Developed by GM Science Lab in China, the battery features bipolar stacking and a proprietary ionic booster, 
which GM says helps increase the volumetric sell-to-pack ratio by 30% and reduces cost by 19% compared to a standard lithium-ion battery. The solid-state battery can be used for 12-volt stop-start systems, 48-volt mild hybrids, and battery-assisted systems. GM also said it will, quote, support its Altium platform, but it didn't reveal any more details. The battery has other non-automotive applications, like energy storage devices, locomotives, wind power generators, and mobile medical equipment. Plug-in hybrids are much dirtier than originally thought. A recent study from the ICCT showed that PHEVs are in all-electric mode anywhere from 26 to 56% less than the EPA thought they would be. And Transport and Environment just released a paper that calls plug-in hybrids, quote, a dangerous distraction, not a climate solution. With the help of a university in Austria, it tested three popular plug-in hybrids, the BMW 3 Series, Peugeot 308, and Renault Megane in real-world conditions in Austria. And in all three tests, gas and electric mix, electric only and gas only, the vehicles missed their WLTP estimates, and in some cases, by a wide margin. The figures where the gas engine is operating aren't too shocking to us. We've reported before that cold engine startups emit more pollution than a warm engine, and a PHEV will likely have several cold starts in a single trip, since the engine never has time to fully heat up. But it is interesting that only the Magan hit its EV range estimate, while the other two were off by a lot. And Transport and Environment says if plug-in hybrid emissions were accurately reflected in WLTP testing, that automakers would have to sell nearly 250,000 more PHEVs to match their current fleet emissions. Foreign automakers in China are really starting to feel the heat from Chinese car companies, and it's about to get a lot worse. China EV Inc. is a tidal wave that's bigger and faster than anything the legacy automakers have ever seen. That's according to China expert Tu Li with Sino Auto Insight, and he'll be on Autoline After Hours today. We'll take a deep dive into the competitive threat the Chinese auto industry poses and what the rest of the auto industry needs to be aware of. So join John and Gary when the show goes live this afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on our website or on our YouTube channel. At Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. The Chevy Trailblazer is getting a slight refresh. Most notably, it now comes with an 11-inch center display as standard, up from the 7- or 8-inch display depending on the version from the previous model. It also now comes with an 8-inch driver display. All trims come with their own unique wheels, front fascia, exterior lighting, and grille designs. And there are two new exterior colors. The powertrains remain the same, 
a 1.2 liter inline three cylinder turbo comes standard and it's also available with a 1.3 liter inline three cylinder turbo. The 1.2 liter and 1.3 liter with front wheel drive are equipped with a CVT while the 1.3 liter with all wheel drive is matched with the nine speed automatic. Toyota revealed a three row version of the Highlander called the Grand Highlander, but it's really a bit more than just a three row Highlander. It has its own unique styling. The body surfacing is flatter and the sides are more upright. The grille sits lower in the reworked front fascia. And like the overall design, the rear is less rounded and has a more upscale look in our opinion. The turbocharged 2.4 liter, which makes 265 horsepower in the standard Highlander, makes its way over to the Grand Highlander as well. But it also gets two hybrids. One uses a 2.5 liter engine, and the other pairs the same turbocharged 2.4 liter unit with a rear E-axle that makes nearly 100 horsepower. Mated exclusively with all-wheel drive, front-wheel drive is also available, the hybrid max version of the Grand Highlander will do 0 to 60 in 6.3 seconds. And Toyota didn't stop at just the styling and engine upgrades. The interior is unique as well, highlighted by a new treatment around the center display screen, which has more of a floating effect. Price and on-sale date of the Grand Highlander will be revealed this summer. Cybersecurity is still a major headache for automakers and suppliers. Automotive News reports that a white hat hacker was able to break into Toyota's supplier portal, getting access to email accounts, documents, and other information. The hacker alerted Toyota and the company fixed the issue. But this could have been a nightmare. The white hats are after bounty money, rewards that companies pay to hackers who uncover vulnerabilities. But if this had been a black hat hacker, it could have crippled Toyota. But that's the end of today's AutoLine Daily. Don't forget to watch After Hours, and then we'll be right back here again tomorrow. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.